Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 on the AM dial, 106.3 on the FM dial. Wherever you're listening, we appreciate that you are. As we take you up until noon, as uh, we get back to local sports programming as best as we can here for the next couple of hours. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list, this is what we plan on doing today. We're going to talk a little bit of Cubs early in the program. I haven't uh, spoken with our first guest in some time from uh, Bleed Cubby Blue. I look forward to catching uh, to to doing that. Our guest's name again? Al Yellen. I can't remember his. I knew it was Yellen. I couldn't remember his first name, but we're glad to have him. Yes, absolutely. And we'll talk some Cubs as they fall last night uh, at City Field to the first place Mets. Both of the uh, Chicago-based franchises. Uh, taking on teams that lead their divisions uh, with the uh, White Sox and had the Rays in town. So Bleed Cubby Blue, Al Yellen at 10.30. Uh, the Iowa sports wagering numbers for the month of May are out as expected. Took a little dip uh, downwards, not significant, but Travis Dvorak, our friend from uh, from Wild Rose in Jefferson. Uh, of course, they've got uh, DraftKings. They've also got Bet Rivers. They finished second this month behind William Hill, who had another big month. But Travis will be here. We'll catch up on him, what uh, the public is betting, uh, those type of things. Get some uh, Cyhawk, uh, the latest on the Cyhawk lane, uh, line as well. And then Ben Kershaval from CBSSports.com. He covers college football. We will speak with him at about 11.25 as, for whatever reason, yesterday uh, seemed to be the first day that I saw a significant blowout, blowout, blowback uh, from a, a number of different parties uh, pursuant to uh, the second round of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Using the Bulls. And people are finally coming to their senses, is they, what you're people saying. People are, yes, that the, the, the top four seeds, they want a home game as mm-hmm. well, uh, as it would certainly help them sell season tickets. I mean, I don't think you have to worry at Alabama, at Ohio State, at Clemson. Uh, I don't say it is Oklahoma. Yeah, but if you can get as opposed to 350 for a season ticket, now you can get 450. Sure, I get that part. And you charge extra instead of 70 bucks for a ticket for a regular season game, it's 125 for a playoff game for the premium. That's pretty significant. No, right it there. is. So, uh, so that we're getting some blowback there. Maybe, maybe that will um, be the one little tweak to the uh, proposed system that we saw uh, come out last uh, last week. Yeah, last week. Anyway, so Ben Kirschval, that's what we are going to do today. We've got a number of things that we'll get to early in the program. Uh, from baseball last night, from basketball last night, we had an Iowa-based uh, Olympic uh, athlete who tested positive. Shelby Houlihan joins the long list of cheaters in sports who got caught um, and is, you know, had no idea. Well, and she, in this is her case, she did. She actually remembered what she had for dinner months ago. I can't remember what I had Sunday, but apparently that's a skill of hers. Uh, she blamed it on a pork burrito. Hadn't heard that one. Got to give her credit mm-hmm. where credit is due for uh, getting creative. I don't know what uh, chapter the book of excuses for cheaters getting caught would uh, that would fall, but um, pork burrito, certainly a new one. But it is what it is, right? You get cheated and you get, uh, you, you, you get caught. And you're going to pay the consequences, unless you're in Russia. 
Right. Or they just look the other way. West Germany back in the yeah, day? Yeah, West Germany back in the day. Yeah. A little bit different level. Right. In Russia, they, they don't let you... What They changed the name of the country. You, you don't represent Russia. You represent... Do you remember that a couple of years ago? When they were the United team? Yeah. They yes. were. They, they, that's where the cheaters fell under... Uh, not the flag of, of whatever. Anyways. Um, but it's, I guess it's somewhat of a big story. It certainly was on Twitter last night. And I'm assuming because the fact she is an Iowan. Right. And she's been here at Drake. And... Look, Trent. Everybody wants an edge, right? Mm-hmm. If you lose, if you lose even a little bit, uh, you're you're not going to be able to keep up with the uh, younger, stronger, faster. I understand on the surface level. We love our Iowans. We we talk about this a lot. We anybody that has any connection to the state, we will grab a hold. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's Michael Walker, right, who lived in the <laughs> in Iowa for his first year of life, and that yeah. was it. We will gravitate in anything. Well, this isn't just a person that lived here for a year this was somebody that grew up in the state Mm -hmm. and when it comes down i think our first inclination as iowans is to believe the story to believe that this came from a pork burrito right that a pork burrito is the reason for this positive test Mm -hmm. take away the iowa angle though that's exactly right and and just read this as shelby miller from oregon it take away the Shelby connection. Houlihan. Yeah. Well, no. I'm just saying. Oh, gotcha. Take take the last gotcha. name. Any connection okay. that you might have to her. Yep. She is just a track and field athlete. Debbie Jones. Iowa. Debbie Jones. And your perception, I think, is going to change very quickly sure. on this. It's that connection to Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's one of us. That's not what we do. Well. I think we know better. Right. And the pork burrito, it's a hell of an excuse. Trent, there's hundreds, I don't know, probably thousands of athletes that have been caught trying to get an edge. Look, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get here on soapbox. Um, I've said many times, if I was a Major League Baseball player, I'd absolutely have taken everything that I possibly could to get that big contract to stay in the game a little bit longer, to keep up with everybody else. Um that's just the personality that I have. I'm so I don't want to be sound hypocritical here. Uh, but she got caught anyway. So we shall see if anything comes of that. I highly doubt that it will. But she's got a, a high profile attorney who's going to make that case for her as far as trying to sway the court of public opinion. And she may do very well here in the state of Iowa. Uh, sadly for her case, right. uh, that's not going to rule uh, rule the day. Uh, so where do you want to go? You want to do basketball from last night? The puck was as expected. Uh, Las Vegas dominated, especially late in the hockey game. Montreal came out, gave him a little bit of a scare early, but Fleury did what he needed to do to uh, uh, before his team got their legs underneath him, and then by you know very quickly into the second period, it was two one, and then another answer three one four one, and off they go. Basketball was okay last night mm-hmm. from what I saw. You know, I didn't see a ton of um of utah's game but every time i did and it wasn't like you say significant when the yang was on the floor he did not have a good game last night and he's had a really nice year last night wasn't his night didn't shoot it well uh-uh. he was falling over a couple of times mm-hmm. that i saw it was yeah, just not a real good effort he seemed like he was out there with his six personal fouls and he used four of them right the clippers they were really good last uh-huh. night and that's and they really crazy. needed it last night, too. They did. I was uh, listening to Bill Simmons' podcast yesterday morning, and they were talking about Paul George. Just two years ago, this guy was third in the MVP voting. Like, mm. I, I don't think of him mm-hmm. in that air. And maybe, I don't know, the injury is one of the first things in the U.S. Olympic trials that comes to my mind as he hit the stanchion of the, of the uh, basket and went down and that injury. I don't think of him, though, 
as, as elite a, anymore. Right. Yeah. He's had, he's been good a couple of games in these playoffs. Yesterday was good. But when he plays at that level, uh-huh. you know, Kawhi, he doesn't look like the same guy as two years ago. He yeah, with, with Toronto, you mean? Right. Yeah. The lift on that mm-hmm. short jumper, that pull-up 12, 15-footer or post-up, just doesn't seem like he has the same yeah, lift that, that he did. that was unstoppable with it the Raptors. Was. It really was, yeah. Yet here they are. Keep chipping mm-hmm. away. What do you like in this series now? Boy, uh, uh, well... I mean, this whole I, team is ruled. I guess Utah because of that. Right. But I don't feel strong about no, it. No, I don't either, Trent. I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's the Clippers and the Suns. Yet, I can't get enamored with this series. Even with mm-hmm. Niang out there, even with mm-hmm. the local connection, there's, there's just something odd about these two teams. And they've been good. Jazz have been in the playoffs now quite a bit recently. Yeah. Clippers, same thing. This is not the Clippers that I grew up with. That no. might have been the most inept franchise in all of sports. Yeah. I mean, that's how bad they were for a long time. Bengals and the Clippers were the brunt of many jokes. Right. But I just I can't wrap my mind around it. Watching it last night, and it just felt odd. It felt odd watching those teams. But one of them will take on the Suns. And I think it would be apropos for Chris Paul to get his shot to get to the finals against his old team, the Clippers. I think that would be something that would be at least a compelling storyline. With no Lakers in there. You're looking for something. Yeah. That's at least a storyline yeah. I think would be a little bit easier you. to sell. I'm with you. That would be good. Um, Suns are a fun team. We shall see. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know uh, television number-wise what it's going to do. <laughs> uh, Probably not great. Yeah, so who are they, who would they be rooting for? I guess you got to have Brooklyn, right, because of the big three, although it's a big one. Right. Uh, Kyrie Irving has already been ruled out. Now, there was a change uh, in James Harden. He went from out to doubtful. Right. I think that's gamesmanship. I mean, you can't be out one day and the next day you're doubtful. I mean, I, I guess there's a chance he's going to play, but um, what, do you like them tonight? With a hamstring injury, That's I'm not. That's just it. And, and if he does see the floor, how much? How long can he stay out there? Right. You're hoping, obviously, you can steal this game. Durant has the performance we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I don't like Kevin He's such Durant. a weapon, Trent, though. A seven-foot guy bringing up the ball the way he does. Shoots it with yeah. that, that high uh-huh. shot. You can't defend him. Mm-hmm. He is as skilled of an offensive player as they're in the game. And when he's in defensively, too, it's really good because he's real sure, long. Right. And he can block shots and he can, he can do it all. I think he screwed up his career, at least as it pertains to public perception, and, and I'm among it. I hated the way he left Oklahoma City to go to Golden State mm-hmm. and play with that team. Mm-hmm. The ready-made team that had just won 73 games sure. to go there. It didn't work. And see, then it, I'm torn, Trent. I, I, I'm with you. I'd like to see guys stay where they're drafted and, and, and try and take that team, carry that team. But then on the other hand, you're criticizing a guy for wanting to win, a ch- for chasing that ring, for cha- for winning. And that's what sports is all about, right? So I'm kind of torn. I can s- clearly see ball. I don't like the kids when they leave a city school to go to a valley or a Dowling mm-hmm. or a fill in the, fill in the perennial power, right? right. Your, of your choice. I don't like that. The kids that you grew up with, that you started playing the sport with, that you hung out with, and all of a sudden, yeah, you guys stink. I'm going over here. Um, so I'm t- I can make I can see the argument from a number of different sides. Go somewhere else though. Have your own team. If you didn't like playing with Russ anymore, okay, that's fine. I had no problem. Mm-hmm. Brandon C's great. Yes, go somewhere and build your team. Yeah, but to go to a team I that know. had won seventy three games and left a bad taste. And then now, what is happening here? Now the James Harden piece. A little wonky, but him and Kyrie going together. But they did it in Brooklyn too. It just right. talk to people in New York. 
they aren't Nets fans. No. They aren't Brooklyn fans. Uh-oh. And don't like the building. Yeah. It's just this if he would have played his career in a different way. Yeah. Because in terms of pure talent, right. He's up there. Well, his speech when he won the MVP yes. in Oklahoma was an all-timer. Talking about his mom. That was an all-timer. Talking Jay. about Russ. I mean, how many MVP speeches do you remember any little snippet of? Very few is my point. I remember yes. that one. You the real MVP. Yeah. yeah. That, that, and it could have been he's known as that guy, mm-hmm. but he's not. Right. He's known as a guy that has jumped ship, that's tried to do it the easier way. Mm-hmm. He's too talented to try to do it the easier way. Maybe that's the part that bothers me about him. Well, tonight, you got it. Yeah, it's on you, big fella. Yeah. You got Joe Harris to hit some threes and not a whole lot else. Going to need a whole lot of Kevin Durant here Do we need 40? Do we need 50? I could see that. Do we need 60? Well, let's not get carried away. You might need that. uh, So I'm sure there's a prop out there. What is the total for him points-wise tonight? I saw that Bet Rivers had one tonight at 38.5. So that's his total? Yeah. Now, there's other ones that you can play with the juice and, and move right. around a little bit there, but the the daily prop that they had at Bet Rivers was 38 and a half. What would you take, over or under? I think it's got to be, if they're going to win, he's got to go over. Now, sure. I don't think he has to have 60, but you know, <laughs> would it kill you to get 44? Um, I don't know. By the way, there was, a, how about this sweat at the end of the, the total at the end um, of that Jazz uh, Clippers game? Total was 20, 223 and a half. Mm-hmm. It was, there were two, it was a 222. So one more bucket, one more bucket, and the game goes over. And nobody scored for the final minute plus of the game. Wow. You never see that. Never. I mean, you're you're one bucket away if you're holding the under. You you probably turned the TV off and uh-huh. went to bed thinking, oh, damn it, I should have taken the over. I was going to take the over. And you wake up and you log on to your account today and you think they made a mistake. You look at the game score and there final minute, there it is. Yeah, they didn't score a point. Anyway, so here's what I want to get to you today. Um, because we are approaching one of the most, the bigger boxes that I like to check in the summer. And we still do not have clarity yet. And we're getting to a point that this box, we need to know the principle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about Phil Steele? That's a good one. That is a really good one. But that's not it. All right. It comes, that box, actually, the Phil Steele box appears six weeks before this other box. Six weeks before. Phil Steele's coming out at the end of June. Hall of Fame game? They're really on your... You hit the goalpost, Trent Condon. Hall of Fame ceremony? No, you're getting colder. Hall of Fame game. This is appointment television. A Canadian football league. Well, that's coming out too, but that's not it. Tuesday night, 9 o'clock... For five glorious weeks oh, in the month of August. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Well, I just love it. Um, how long has it been around? Is it? It's been 15 th- years yeah, at least. Yeah, I was going to say a dozen, so you're probably right. Yeah. 15 years. But we don't know who is going to be chronicled uh, in hard knocks. It's not a playoff team. You cannot have a team uh, that hired a new coach mm-hmm. in the offseason. So let me run this by you, and you can you can because there's five eligible teams. There are five eligible teams Uh uh, for Hard Knocks this year. I'll run down the list. You give me who you think. I mean, I honestly, 
I don't know if it's that difficult of a decision. Here are the teams. The Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Denver Broncos. Yeah. The New York Giants. Like it. The Arizona Cardinals. All right. Ladies will love that one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and get, Kingsbury. Yeah, and you get J.J. Watt, too, who yeah. not too many years ago stole the show. Uh, him and Hopkins were both pretty good in that. Um, and the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Right? So we've had the Cowboys. Yeah, but you... if the, Now, when were they on before? Because they they it must fall... I think it's a 10-year moratorium. You could only appear mm-hmm. once every 10 years? It was... Was Chan Gailey the coach? Boy, that sounds right. I think it was. And I remember it not being... And it was in San Antonio, wasn't it? Yes. Where they trained, yeah. Or was it? It wasn't very good. I remember that season being excited for it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Now... Now, last year wasn't great because of COVID. Right. I mean, they did something different, right? They chronicled the two LA teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think that was, that, was, that was too much. In fact, I didn't enjoy the series last year like I have in the past. I just love the music and some of the some of the. Um, it's just a rite of passage. Yeah, it is. It is. It's the same beats year after mm-hmm. year. Some of the, the creative film making that, yes. that, that that's part of it. The sprinklers, like the sprinklers the... right? Well, how, oh, how are we in the it. exact same yeah, headspace? The sprinklers, and it's a shot that gets you every single time. Mm-hmm. So, so here's my theory, and I and I could be wearing a tinfoil hat because right. it has to do with my All team. Right. I'm going to shake my hands because you know I love tinfoil hats. Right. Here we go. So I think that HBO is holding off because don't we shouldn't we know by now? Uh, it seems like every year we know at this right. point. Right? Shouldn't yes. the team that's going to host Hard Knocks be starting to make those arrangements? Mm-hmm. It's a big, big production. Yes. So my theory is: is we is it the fifteenth of June today? It is. It is the fifteenth of June. On the fifteenth of June, we are about five week, five weeks away from actually beginning to shoot when camps begin. My theory is that it's going to be the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. And the reason they haven't announced it yet is because maybe Drew Locke doesn't move the needle like Aaron Rodgers would. Sure. Right? Yes. So are they waiting for some... Eh, not closure, I guess not the right word. Uh, are we waiting to know if there's going to be any movement amongst the soon-to-be one-day Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay and, and landing in Denver? Because I don't think Denver is... Like, they've got some personalities on that team. Mm-hmm. Von Miller making the comeback would yeah. be, would be good, but Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, not exactly the quarterbacks no, that get you revved Vic up. Fangio, not overly right. I think not they, a lot of sound bites coming from him. True. I mean, what does Carolina bring to the table? Matt Rule, I like Matt Rule. I do too. Uh, Sam Darnold, not going to do it. Christian McCaffrey, a little bit. Okay. Uh, Arizona has. Is, where, where is Larry Fitzgerald? Did he retire? No, he he's gonna, around. He's going to play. He's coming again? back. Yep. So it's been decided. Okay. Yep. So you get him. Mm-hmm. You get Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyler. You get Kyler. Yep. Which certainly doesn't hurt. Uh, a good young quarterback. J.J. Uh, Watt. Hopkins. Hopkins. I think they're clearly in contention. What do the Giants bring to the table? Joe Sick Judge. One. Barkley coming back from a injury. huge market. A huge market. Daniel Jones? Doesn't do a lot. No. He's got to stop fumbling the football. Right. That dude. Yeah. Hold on to the ball, yeah. son. Now, it was good when it was the Jets. Uh-huh. But it, it was good with the, the Jets because of Ryan, right? And, and snacks. <laughs> or what do you say in the middle? Let's go grab a snack or something. Um, so rate them 
Cowboys still won. I, but the Cowboys because of the brand, don't you think? Broncos two, with an with a with an asterisk, because it's the number one with Rogers. With number one with Rogers, I far and away. Yeah, I think if Arizona is very uh, very Arizona's high on that list, but it's still the Arizona Cardinals, mm. not a national brand, right? Not the same as even the Giants mm. yeah. or the Broncos, certainly, mm-hmm. and of course the Cowboys. So in terms of branding, they're fourth and fifth on this whole list is Carolina. Yeah, I mean they're uh-huh. they are the also ran. I think you're onto something here, though. I don't think it's a stretch at all that the reason we don't have this news is because they were, at least they were waiting to see come June 1st, was there going to be a trade right away? Right. Because if it would have happened, I think a couple days later, HBO has made the decision they will mm-hmm. be going to Denver and that will be hard knocks this season. Now they're just waiting and waiting and waiting. But even with that, don't you want to be there in case something happens during camp? In case that trade happens in August. Oh, I see. I would yeah. think, and that's why I'd almost put them number one, even because yeah. of that, even without Aaron Rodgers. Because interesting, if you have this opportunity mm-hmm. and you don't take that team, and then it happens, mm-hmm. think of everything that you're going to miss. No, from, that's true. You know the front office phone calls that we see, which I think is always really compelling. Yeah, the cut days. So it's unbelievable. TV. And finding how that goes uh-huh. down. You got to be there. You Denver has to be the choice. I think because of all this. Yeah. Sorry, Cowboys. Yeah, I I can see that happening. I could see that. I could see them elevating to the top just because of the the what if factor, right? What if? Because uh, this to, is still a well. Do you remember when Antonio Brown with the Raiders when all of that was the Raiders oh, the yeah. Las Vegas Raiders two years ago? Yes. and they were still in Oakland, right? When they felt yeah, they were. They were mm-hmm. still in Oakland, and that with whole, the frozen feet, the, the frozen feet. Yes, idiot. Yes, and then uh huh, um, and him showing up at training camp. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think Aaron Rodgers would show up at training camp. You know, with with the well, maybe he would. He's falling off the maybe deep end a little would. bit. He's. Out there playing the ukulele, living his best life, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, he is. All right, Denver won. Denver won. Mm-hmm. You have to be there because of what could happen. Right. Cowboys, where would you put them? Just because of the star and the helmets? Prescott, Ezekiel. Arizona, three. Yeah. Giants, four, and then Giants way down. Giants, four, and then Carolina. And if we get Carolina. Yeah, well, you know what? I won't. I'll, on the surface, I'll be. You'll be upset and you'll watch Right, it. but at the same time, it's not like I'm not going to be tuned in, locked in at 9 o'clock every Tuesday night. Right. On each. I just love the piece. I do. It just, it's football. It's, it's, it just means football season is upon us. Do you know who the uh, commentator, the voiceover guy is for I that? Don't. Liv Schreiber. Don't know him. I, yeah. I, and I figured when I was kind of looking through that we know the name. Do you have the music? Oh, I see. I think I could find it. Uh, first season. How many years ago? It's been. You're, I think you're right. I think it's been. It's been. It's been more than a dozen years. It has. It's been twenty. No way. Two thousand one. The Ravens in season one. Oh yeah, with with Shannon Sharp and uh-huh. with Saragusa and, and with Ray Lewis. Um, yeah, the defense. They had some fun on that show. And weren't they headquartered in trailers or something way back then? Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I maybe only saw a episode of that season, something like that. I didn't see a that ton. That was two thousand and one. Had to be. There you go. David Robidoux.
with the music composer here. Oh, it's good, Trent. It's good. And we'll be here before we know it and let the bells ring out and the banners fly. It's 1025 on Miller and Condon. Broncos, I think you're right. I think the fact that if, just on that that chance, even if we don't have closure, even if we don't have an answer yet, um, if it happened in the middle of week two, he walked in. Mm-hmm. If there's an injury, if Drew Locke goes down, we have to do it now. You know, something like that. And <laughs> yeah, but just, it's up to the Packers. <laughs> it is up to the Packers. Three first-round picks. And then you, then you say goodbye to whatever veteran's going to walk out of the club uh, out of the clubhouse and always be he's been traded. More Some likely, lines. Aaron Rodgers leaves this month or in August. I don't get July. Don't get July. Uh, August. See, and I still think it's this month. Do you? Maybe I'm just holding out hope to get us to football season. Could be a little bad too. Well, uh, we will. Uh, we should hear either way uh, coming up here in the next week or so. Maybe, uh, maybe I uh, misread the audience, but I think it's a hit. I really do. Hard knocks coming in August, Tuesday, nine o'clock. HBO Miller and Condon coming back with Al Yellen. We will get into the Cubs last night who fell. Jake Arrieta got through five. That seems to be where he's at right now. He'll give you five. He's going to give up a cup. What's the ERA? It's over five. I believe. It is. Yeah, that was in the high fours. I think going in uh, to yesterday. Oh, that look, they'd won five in a row. He can't win them all, but um, they will look to atone tonight. Al Yellen on the Cubs. Uh, coming up in hour number two, our buddy Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose. They've got DraftKings. They've got Bet Rivers. They finished second behind William Hill, who had the most handle in the state in the month of May. We'll get to Travis Dvorak, what he's seeing, what he expects coming up this summer, dot, 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 with him. Uh, as we continue on before we get Ben Kirchival on college football. Miller and Condon till noon. It's 1460 KXNO and 106. today. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Just past 10.30 on a Tuesday, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose coming up at 11.05. Ben Kircheval from CBSSports.com on College Football at 11.25. As we take you up until noon, let's talk Chicago Cubs, shall we? Uh, Al Yellen, a bleed cubby blue, part of SB Nation. He joins us. It's been a long time, Al. Good to have you on. Uh, Trenton, Ken, in Des Moines. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, so it didn't go well last night, but it certainly had prior to that. Uh, this team was on quite a roll and had been, I think, really uh, posing, uh, maybe not headache is the right, uh, certainly changing the perceived plan uh, throughout the season. The sell-off, these they're going to be sellers, dot, dot, dot. It's time to, you know, to change things up on the north side. And the, the players had other plans by the looks of things. Um, just where are you, Al? Do you, do you think that... Um, Right now, they're going to be forced to bring the ownership, I'm talking about management, to bring some guys in because they're playing so darn well. They lead the division, uh, them and the Brewers. Um, they're, they're making it tough on the original plan is how I see it. Well, you know, recently, uh, ownership and management have basically said that if Jed Hoyer wants to go out and acquire players, that he can do it, that there are no financial constraints. So it sounds like they're going to go for it. Did they have a plan to, to sell off? Yeah, you know, I think that if they had not been doing this well in, in middle of June or, say, a month from now, yeah, they probably would have. 
But, you know, they were open, certainly open to players playing well. And they, you know, this team has responded, played very well. Um, you know, yeah, last night was a bit of a downer, but obviously, you know, the old baseball saying you can't win them all. Uh, they're playing another good team. The Mets are a good team. Yep. And they, you know, the Cubs have played very well against good teams. Uh, you know, they, they play well against the Padres, Dodgers, Giants, all the teams in the West, in the West that have, have been in the playoff picture already. So, you know, this team can compete with anybody. So, speaking of last night, you see Jake Garrietta out there again, and it's been a struggle. Got off to that outstanding start at the beginning of the year, but it's been rough now for the last month and a half. I think certainly starting pitcher is one of the places they're going to be looking at upgrade. Who would be the guy that would be knocked out of the rotation? Let's say Alzali is back healthy. Is it Arietta? Is it Trevor Williams? And how long mm-hmm. of a leash can he go with Arietta at this point? Well, of course, Trevor Williams isn't back yet, and there's no timetable for when he comes back from uh, having his appendix out. So right now they need somebody to fill in for him. Right now that's Alec Mills, uh, who's going to go tonight. As, as of now, the Cubs don't even have a starter listed for Wednesday hmm. against Jacob DeGrom. So uh, that's, that's going to be a tough game to win no matter who goes out there. Um, so, yeah, they could need a guy. Uh, you know, I, Jake Arrieta, uh, he goes along fine for a couple innings. He had some trouble with walks last night and then got hit hard in one inning. It seems to be the kind of thing that's happening to him more often than not this year. On the other hand, uh, against a really good Padres team, he had a really solid outing. So, you know, I think they're going to have a pretty long lease with, with Arietta given his track record. I, I was really impressed with Zach Davies. The uh, what was it Sunday night, uh, six and two thirds. Tried to get him through seven. Got in a little bit of trouble. I thought he was terrific. Hendricks has been Kyle Hendricks again after a couple of shaky starts to uh, uh, to get things going. My question: Do you think that they're um, uh, sellers' remorse on on you, Darvish? You know, hindsight being what it was, would uh, would they have made that trade if they thought that this team had the chance to uh, to be where it is? Well, uh, you know that's you know hindsight is is always as they say twenty twenty. Uh, they were they were looking to save money mm-hmm. and they got rid of Darvish's contract. You know now when they say they have financial flexibility, maybe they could afford that deal. So the answer is probably yes. Uh, that if you know they had known where they were going to be right now, you Darvish is is a is a number one starter. They they certainly have to have a guy like that. Right now, they've got two guys that you mentioned who are, are doing very well in Hendricks and Davies, but you know that still leaves a lot of questions for the starting rotation. They really do have to go out and acquire somebody, maybe two somebodies, to fill in the blanks. You mentioned Zach Davies, and Sunday night he was absolutely outstanding in that. The sinker was really sinking, a lot of sharp movement to it. We've seen him throughout his career. It's all right, but... Is there always kind of that lingering doubt? I have this a lot with veteran pitchers where you kind of see him, you kind of know what he is that I don't want to say it's illusion because he's been solid here for the last month or so, but that maybe he's not going to turn into a pumpkin, but we're getting more than we're probably likely to get come October from Zach Davies. There's a school of thought on guys like Davies and Hendricks who are both control pitchers, command pitchers who have to locate very well. that when the weather is cold, they can't get a good grip on the baseball, and that's hurt them. Now, both those guys had really bad Aprils when it was cold. Since April, they've both been really good. So I think, you know, I think there may be something to that. Now, if those guys are pitching in October, it does get a little cooler in October, yeah. but it's not nearly going to be as cold as it was in April. And I think that, you know, as long as the, uh, as long as the weather continues to, to hold, that those two guys will continue to pitch well. Uh, where did this bullpen come from? I mean, that that to me, going in when, when we were leading up to the season trying to poke holes in this team, 
we we knew that the everyday players they had a chance to to if they put it all together we've seen them do that before and we knew what the result would be but a guy like Chafin and Tapera and Tommy Nance and Craig Kimbrell yeah I do remember at the end of last year he started to look like himself again but I didn't think that that was going to carry over into 2021 and he's going to the All Star game I'll be shocked if he's not the National League closer this bullpen who who deserves the credit for this. Well, I mean, give Jed, Jed Hoyer a lot of credit for identifying guys who he thought could could do this, maybe not quite this well. But, you know, some of these guys have had major league success elsewhere. Andrew Chafin was a very solid reliever in Arizona for several years. Ryan Tapera had good years in Toronto. You know, obviously, Craig Kimbrell was lights out for many years with, with the, the Braves and the Red Sox. And he's basically doing what he was doing before. So whatever was wrong with him for two years, he's figured it out and, and fixed it. Um, and like I said, just give just give uh, um, Jed Hoyer a lot of credit. Give Theo Epstein a lot of credit for finding Tommy Nance. I mean, he was playing. He was not. He was a non-drafted free agent who was playing indie ball. Mm-hmm. They signed him out of the Windy City Thunderbolts. <laughs> so you know, there's a guy. I saw him throw in spring training this year. He was wearing uniform number 92. Jeez. He was like you know the guy who throws the last inning when all the other pitchers are done. Right. No way could you have expected he would do this well. But as long as he is, you got to ride it. Certainly riding that. Another guy they're riding is Patrick Wisdom. Oh, We've talked about this Homer story again last night. a lot. Another homer. It just It's on and on and on. If you can, try to explain it. How a guy bounces around. Eh, he's just a quadruple-A player, and here he is certainly proving that's not right. Well, you can, you know, remember that this was a, this guy was a number one draft pick mm-hmm. by the Cardinals. So there was obviously talent there from the very beginning when he was drafted out of college. And he kind of got buried in the Cardinal system. There were a couple of people in front of him that you know prevented him from getting a real major league chance, and they quit on him. You know, the Cardinals have quit on a bunch of people, including Randy Rosarena. They gave mm-hmm. up on, and look what he's doing in Tampa Bay. Um, Patrick Wisdom is almost thirty, so you know he's no kid. Uh, he's got to like do it right now. Um, the guy that I'm thinking of uh, from about ten years ago who had a career like that is Ryan Ludwig, another guy oh, yeah. who's buried in the Cardinal system. And he wound up having like four or five really good years in the major leagues. And that, that's, I think, what the ceiling for Patrick Wisdom is. You know, maybe he has a, a 30 homer season or a couple of 30 homer seasons. He can obviously play third base. He's a pretty good defender. So, and he can play other positions. So, you know, it's a very valuable guy to have around. Indeed. Yeah, he's got a gun from third base. I uh, made an error on Sunday night, but everybody does. But boy, oh boy, uh, we were raving watching Arnado, uh, you know, at, at the hot corner and his arm. <laughs> and I, and I think that, uh, uh, Patrick's is every bit as good. Uh, he's been unbelievable. And, uh, Patrick Wisdom hitting balls out of ballparks. Fun to watch. All right. So let's talk about the division. Uh, the Brewers and the Cubs both fall last night. The Cardinals, they, they picked up a game on both of those front runners. We thought that this was going to be a very telltale month. They got out of May, the schedule maybe not as difficult as we perceived it was going to be here in the month of June. So far, so good. Um, is, is this is this the, I mean, where are you on, on where they are schedule-wise? Will we, at the All-Star break, know where this team is going to be? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, as you, you may have noticed, the Brewers are going through a real easy part of their mm-hmm. schedule. They're playing the Diamondbacks, the Pirates, the Rockies. I mean, these, these are teams that they can just breeze through. And so, and the Cubs, meanwhile, are playing all these first place in playoff teams. So, what the Cubs have to look for, I think, is by the All Star break, if they can just hang close to the Brewers, you know, maybe tied for first place like they are now in two to three games. After the All Star break, the Cubs' schedule gets a bit easier. They get to play the Diamondbacks and the Pirates again. 
So, uh, you know, at the end of the year, everybody pretty much plays the same schedule. But, you know, uh, if, the, if they can just hang tight through the next uh, three weeks or so, I think they'll be just fine schedule-wise. As for the Cardinals, you know, saw them over the weekend. You can see they've got bullpen issues and other problems with their starting rotation. So I'm not so sure the Cardinals are going to be a contender of pass now. You know, I've said that many times before. Really? They, always yeah. wind, they always seem to wind up figuring out something. But this division, at least right now, looks like it's between the Brewers and Cubs. So we've talked a lot about trade candidates, Max Scherzer being at the top, and it made sense for Cardinals because, well, where he's from and everything there, the Cardinals keep struggling, and maybe he's not going to be there. Outside of Max Scherzer, though, any other names that you're starting to hone in? We're here six weeks away from the trade deadline. Names, certainly starting pitching among them, that you're looking at and think would make sense for the Cubs. Well, one guy the Cubs could go after, and I don't know if the if the, he'd be made available in trade, is Jose Barrios. He's with the Twins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Twins are we're expected to contend this year. They're out of it. They may not want to pay Barrios, and Barrios is is Javier Baez's brother-in-law. So you know, maybe you acquire him, and that's a way to for to convince Javi to stick around after this year. Uh, another, you know, one guy I've actually thought about, and you know, maybe and certainly wouldn't cost very much to get him is why not bring John Lester back. He actually mm-hmm. hasn't thrown too well, too badly for, for Washington. It would cost almost nothing to get him. Mm-hmm. He's not being paid very much, and the, the Nationals are pretty much out of it. So, you know, maybe John Lester could, could do something going forward. The Cubs don't have a left-hander in their rotation. Maybe Good that point. could help them. Good point. I'd love to see it. Uh, disappointed that they, they let him get away in the first place, but at the time they seemed to be uh, you know not willing to take on those contracts. You know, you mentioned the Javi Baez. He got hurt on Saturday night, right? He, put, he put, tried to pull a Derek Jeter. Uh, it was a blowout game. Game had been decided. I get it. It wasn't over yet, but uh, and that's where he got hurt, right? Diving into the stands. Did he jam his thumb? Yeah, that's what that's what the talk is. And, of course, he did pinch hit uh, last night, so maybe he'll be okay to play. But, you know, everybody loves hobby diving and tagging no. and taking chances. But, you know, you got to also be a little concerned about risk. You have I to agree. understand, you know, that, that game was that game was, was won. That game mm-hmm. was they had a four or five run lead at the time. Why, why do that? Why risk injury for a play that doesn't really matter? Indeed. Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue. Al, we appreciate you coming on. It's a fun team to watch, fun team to follow, and here's hoping um, that they keep doing what they're doing because it's good for business. Al, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Al Yellen, Bleed Cubby Blue, part of SB Nation. So, Barrios. Uh-huh. Yesterday we talked to Matt Snyder. It's crazy. That's, I was going to say back-to-back days uh-huh. we've heard this name. So Barrios has one more year of arbitration. He's okay. eligible for arbitration. What he's looking for, though, of course, is a contract extension. Sure. The Cubs, sounds like, have money now. Uh-huh. Would make sense. You get a 27-year-old that has been good. Is he ever nice? No. That was the hope during, mm-hmm. well, back when he was known as J.O. Barrios, mm-hmm. for Jose, uh, was the moniker that he went did he, by. Where, where, did he start the All-Star game a couple? He was in the all He was. He was yeah, right. he wasn't the starter. Start, right. right. The hope was he was going to be an ace. Yeah. He's not. Can he be a number three on a playoff team? A good well, playoff certainly, team? Trent, yeah. there, there's times you tune in and the Twins came and he looks like he's an ace. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Not as consistent as you like, but maybe consistency is a, a different thing for starting pitching now that we know what's been going on the last couple right. of years. Who knows about that? Did you that? see what the, by the way, did you see what the Major League Baseball is going to hand down? Ten game suspension with pay. That's not a suspension. That's a vacation. Miss a start. You miss a start, exactly. Not taxing on the arm. Right. Doesn't everybody want one of those? Absolutely. 
It's so vacation. Make, it's on suspension. So you make 31 starts as opposed to 33. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, they're going Not to a whole lot of teeth down. there. I, I, I don't know what to, what, what to think. What, well, I don't know what to expect. Uh, are we going to see um, offense go through the roof if you play over under totals? Mm-hmm. Is that something you got to keep in mind when June 21st rolls around and that's when they start to enforce it? So I was watching Cubs-Mets. Was it Cubs-Mets last? One of the games I was watching last night. And it, it may have been the way. Regardless, they threw a ball out of play. And the the commentator, whoever it was, mentioned that they thought that baseball is already starting to enact some of these, I don't know, checks and balances that they're going to have coming forward. And All that right. was because it didn't hit the dirt. Uh-huh. The, the pitcher didn't say, you know, I want a new baseball. It was as soon as he hit the catcher's mitt, the umpire grabbed it or mm-hmm. reached down, so I didn't need that ball, and threw it out of play. So Major League Baseball starting to test these things, I guess. Could make sense. All right. You're Jed Hoyer. Brios. Yeah. That's why I, I, You're I'm making the you. phone call to me. Right. I'm I'm Falvey and Levine. I, mm-hmm. I'm two guys in one because there are two men operations. Well, I, I hope you're not going to ask me what I do because I don't know enough about the... Ask Tommy Birch So <laughs> what you're going to get not back. Not actual names. Okay. What do you offer me? What prospects? Well, he's got one year left. He said one year left before arbitration. Uh, one final year of arbitration. arbitration yep. And then, and he then can, he's a free agent. He's a free agent. I mean, you're going to get something. He was an all-star two years ago. Wasn't it in Cleveland he was in the all-star game? Yes. That was closed out by... I don't well, know. That's, that's when Bieber had his coming out party. Remember right. that? Yeah, absolutely. And he was the MVP, wasn't he? He was. It was 2019, and that was the year that Vladimir Guerrero put on the show in Home Run Derby. Right. Um, Hopefully you get to see that again this year. Yeah, well, I, I don't know, because I, I don't want to lose the swing. And remember, we were trying to figure out who he was against because he didn't win after hitting all... It was Pete Alonso from the Mets. Pete Alonso. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure... So he was an all... Back to Burrios. He was an all-star the last time they had the all-star game. So, like, two top 10 Prospect, prospects uh, in a top 20? You well, can say you get your choice of guys 5 through 10. Yeah. Two of them. And one in the seventeen to twenty-two range. Because what what did the, weren't the Cubs criticized for what they got for you, Darvish? Oh, absolutely. So give what they got for you, Darvish. Yes. That's I, not I, enough, is it? I don't think that's going to be enough for a guy that so. you still have another year that mm-hmm. you control. Arbitration number, I think next year will probably be seven, eight million, something like that. Right. For nowhere Brios. near thirty that you, Darvish, was right. going to get. So that's a big piece of it too. The Twins will get more than the Cubs got. For Darvish. Sure. Because of just that, mm-hmm. the salary part of it, mm-hmm. and the extension. And you're talking about a 35-year-old as opposed to... 27. Yeah, right. that's a big part, yep. too. Hey, you can have Big Mike Pineda instead. How about that? No, Bur- Burrios in a, in, a, in a Cubs uniform, Trent, that would uh, that would solve a lot of problems. Yes, it would. I mean, he automatically, I would think. But you know what? As, as Al Yellen pointed out, they need... The, I mean, they don't need, I guess, but it doesn't hurt to have a left-handed starter. Not that they get the postseason. If they get the postseason, Lester's not going to be a part of it. I mean, if they no. got... If it would be Barrios and Davies uh, and, and Hendricks. Hendricks. Yeah. And the fourth, maybe. And the fourth, maybe. I mean... But it, I think it's Alzali as long as he comes back okay. Mm-hmm. But Lester's so good in the postseason. He'd be pitched in so many big games. Was. I know, I know. He's a five-inning guy. You know what? He, John, uh, Jake Arrieta is this year's John Lester. He's going to give you five. Mm-hmm. He's going to give up some big hits. Going to have one um, Going to keep you in the ball game. Right. And if you need to help out the bullpen and he's still giving up a ton, he'll just battle up there and keep throwing the baseball. Mm.
fun division to follow. Not the greatest in the world by any means, but a fun division. It's going to come right down to the end. We will take a break. Um, coming up in the 11 o'clock hour, Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose Jefferson. Of course, we'll talk DraftKings and Bet Rivers with uh, with Travis and then Ben Kercheval. It seemed like yesterday that for the first time we started to really see some pushback on the uh, second round of the proposed college football playoff being played in bowl games. Teams one through four, all of a sudden it dawned on them, you know what, a home game might not be so bad. Miller and Condon till noon. It's 1460 KXNO and 10s for you and your baseball life. Five minutes before the hour of 11, uh, tomorrow Matt Rudy from Golf Digest is going to join us to help us out with the U.S. Open. There is a little bit of news uh, that's come out of the U.S. Open uh, that uh, apparently Brad Faxton uh, reports that the USGA did in fact call Bryson DeChambeau and his agent and asked them if they would be okay with playing with Kepka, and they declined. Oh, they Bryson. Declined. You know, he's such a punk in general, and this is another punk. You know booth. what? That, that, uh, I agree with you. This does, that's not a good look. No. Give us what we want, right? Everybody, can you imagine that? That would be Tiger Phil like on a Sunday mm-hmm. numbers. So, why did the USGA even make that phone call? Put it together. Yeah. I, yeah this is ultimately a, a fair, t- you know, what's a fair question. This is a TV show. Uh-huh. All sports are anymore. They're TV shows. The reality. Right. Right. Why are you making the phone mm-hmm. call? You, this is Don't your leave it up to them. No. Pair them up. Yeah. Did, did you, you have that control. Yeah. Did you call the 808 pairing and ask them if they were okay playing with each other? Of course you didn't. It's not the way that it should be. It's not the way it's supposed to be, right? The USGA reached out to DeChambeau and his representatives and asked if they would be okay playing with Brooks Kepka, and he declined the opportunity. Now, to be fair... Did Kepka was Kepka called first and he okayed it? Right. We don't know that part of it. The little that we know about Brooks, probably. Uh huh. Probably declined or probably said he was good. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin a little Johnson, extra juice. Would ask him. He's with who? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's good. Boy, he's guy, easy going, isn't he? Is that the guy that wears a funny hat? <laughs> yeah. He's an easy going dude. Boy can hit the ball a mile. Good yes, God. he can. Uh, I'm excited for this event. Uh, it's on the West Coast, so we should get golf into uh, prime time. But mm-hmm. boy, that would have been fun to watch those two cats go at That's each other. That's must see television. It that is. is. All right, how do you get it on the computer? All right, locked in here. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing because of that. In Bryson, come on. Right. That I know he's a weird duck. Mm-hmm. He's just he's different. Let those two go off early on Thursday, making them late on Friday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's off work. You're home. You're yes. watching that. The NBA is taking a night off of my house. So is the NHL and Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm watching those two. That would have been so good. Well, maybe it'll happen naturally, right? Maybe they'll both uh, be playing uh, at the same level that they get paired up on a Saturday or preferably a Sunday. The final group. Ooh, baby. What the- would you rather see? I'll give you this option. You can see... Those two together on Sunday. Yes. Or Phil trying to complete the career Grand Slam. That's a good one, Trent. So close on so many U.S. Opens. So many devastating losses in this tournament. And and then books are taking one bet on him after another. If he wouldn't Um, have won a a month ago, 
I think it would have been Phil for me. Yeah. But it's still... Because I, he... It's still that elusive major, right? The career grand slam is... is <clears throat> I want to see the th- I want to see the two young guns. I do too. I think that's the. I want to see how icy it is. Yep, because you can bet your bottom dollar it will be. And we need a live mic right on each of them too. Good point. That would be that would be fun. All right, hour number two is coming up next. We will talk to Travis Dvorak from Wild Rose, Ben Kerchival from CBSSports.com, Miller and Condon till noon on fourteen sixty AM one hundred six point three FM.